0: I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z.
1: Of all the people in the world that I know, you're the best place to go. When I cry, when I cry. I never asked for much before. Not before. Things are changed. I need more, tell me why, Judy, why? Mm
2: -hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Billy Joel A to Z, where today we finally talk about an actual released song. Albeit not a very popular one, but an official song from the Billy Joel catalog, nonetheless, This song was the fourth song off of the first side of Billy's very first album, Cold Spring Harbor, entitled Why, Judy, Why? Cold Spring Harbor. I almost forgot about this album. It was pretty easy to do since we haven't spoken about it since last Christmas. It's true. We haven't done a song from this album for almost an entire year. That can't be true. It is. (laughs) <laughs> who's that whore in the background <laughs> she's dancing i don't know anyway this beautiful song from 1971 sounds just like a song released in 1971 and it appears nowhere else finally we get some rankings going alan altman what do you think our friend christopher Bonanos and quite frankly glenn gamboa Think about this. Well, they're about the same range, but uh, we'll go with Christopher Bananas, our boy from New York Magazine.
0: It's been so long since we've not only done a ranking, but done a ranking on this album. Like you said, I can't even remember. Like, does he like the songs on this album or not? I think he doesn't. So I'm just going to pick something pretty low and say 96.
2: Oh my goodness! Every time you were talking, I'm like, oh, he's got it, he's got it, he's got. It. And you're you're pretty much right in the money. He said 91. You got All right, it. yeah, you know him very well. Another, he says, another very early song that sounds like it was made by an entirely different person, that's for sure. Recording is wavery and soft, and I'd be curious to hear a cover version that perhaps brings out whatever the song has in it. That's an interesting statement. Glenn Gamboa ranks it at 120 out of 124. Uh, the fans rank it at 79. Alon, this is one of those songs, never heard before. Never even heard of it before, except that I, you know, have the list of all the songs. Right. Never heard of it. Never heard anybody talking about it. And I love it. I've already put it on the hidden gems list. I you can't it.
0: put it on the hidden gems list before the episode happens. That's not allowed.
2: I did it already. I wow. can't help it. I, I I'm already in. Uh I, I I love it. I at first I was listening and I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I heard the middle part of the song which really blew me away just like what we were saying with some of these unreleased ones we were talking about where you weren't getting that middle part that billy joel that you're expecting from a billy joel song which is why i guess it made the album
1: oh what a scene it's wrong for her to hang me up this way It through the day
2: and that middle part you know is so billy joel and just so worth everything because the the verses of this song kind of go and go and go and then he gets to that middle they're very similar and then he gets to that middle part and i'm like wow this is this is really terrific and then i actually listened again because i was Finding more stuff about it, like the 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 kind of guitar style it is, which I don't think he ever used again. You know, this whatever it is, this finger picking, you know, guitar style, yeah. Spanish guitar almost style. And and then I listen to it again, which is kind of unheard of for me when I'm preparing the show. I'll listen once, maybe twice, but <laughs> don't don't tell people that. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying if I don't enjoy it yeah but I, but this time i I enjoyed it so much and I was looking for things and and I was enjoying it so much I started doing other things while listening to it, like just playing video games on my phone and enjoying it on a on a Saturday morning and, and just really, really enjoying it very much what what are your thoughts on this?
0: Well, yeah, I like it a lot also. I think, um, you know, it's, a, it's really indicative of the whole album, these really soft ballads. This is one of the better ones. And I think, um, yeah, that middle section, I guess what you're talking about is the Oh, What a Scene, that nice yeah. little bridge moment. Yeah.
2: yeah, Oh, What a Scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really good. And then I think the verses, too, have that nice, like, they rhyme and flow really quick. They're all short verses, and it's just got a good rhythm to it the whole song even though it's only like again one of these like under three minute songs yeah um it flows really nicely
2: yeah i I guess that's the biggest compliment of all i want it to be longer i'm upset when it's over and i have to like just rewind it or you know that's old school talk but you know what i mean yeah
0: (laughs) yeah and um it's got a cool classical kind of sound to it also like Billy Joel said that it sounded like he was doing like a Tchaikovsky ballet or something with it, which I guess I could hear. I don't know what, what that sounds like exactly. But to me, when I heard it, I was like, this sounds classical, especially that little
2: instrumental interlude. Yeah, I don't think but it's I, him
0: playing. Do you think it's him playing the guitar? I think it's no, one of these, I like think session it's, guys doing it.
2: I think it's this guy, Sal DeTroia. And the only reason I mentioned it is because I, I clearly looked up. There's two guys playing the guitar. And then I looked this guy up online. And he happens to be a, he's dead now. He just died a few years ago. And he happens to be a member of the Tampa Bay finger style guitar guild. And as soon as I saw the finger style guitar guild, I was like, okay, this is clearly the guy that played on this album. I don't know whether Billy Joel, we know he plays the guitar once in a blue moon for, for some reason, we didn't start the fire and uh, a matter of trust. Those are the songs he gets up and plays the guitar for. So we know he can play rhythm guitar, but I, i i can't imagine he's it's, it's just not even fair if he's that prolific that he could play something like this too and i think he definitely got whether this guy was on the full album or just this song to play on this song this guy also used to play with janice ian so if you know that song like something like at 17 which is completely like this song
1: the valentines and spent on one more beautiful It's 17 i learned
2: the truth it makes sense that this is the guy playing i i what i don't understand is why he never tried this again it's beautiful i love it i love the mix of kind of the spanish influence and his piano i'm surprised he didn't try this a little later on in his career
0: is there even any piano on this
2: song Oh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. I was listening
0: to it and trying to figure out, because I'm not good at hearing instruments, obviously, because we yeah, always think every, everything is an either. oboe, but it's actually an alto sax or whatever the heck. Yeah, to me, it was like mainly just a uh, guitar, maybe a couple of guitars. But yeah, that main one is that Spanish uh, finger-picking one. It's pretty cool, though. because And then they put strings in the background, because Artie ripped like to string it up, you know, so there's a little bit of an orchestra feel. Uh,
2: oh, maybe that's what I was getting. So yeah, also, I mean, for me, when I hear this, I just think of the movie Vicky, Christina, Barcelona, which is a Woody Allen movie because they have that. Have you seen the movie? No. We talk about it sometimes often on the show. I don't know why. Or maybe I just talk about it all the time. It's a really amazing Woody Allen movie, like really terrific with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Rebecca Hall. She's amazing. Should have won an Oscar. Uh, and Javier Baldwin. And Penelope Cruz, who won an Oscar for it, actually. Mm-hmm. And she's only in the movie for like 15 minutes, but she's so pretty and so really good, you're actually like, oh, you know what? She's deserving of an Oscar for this. But it, it's a really, really good movie. And there's one scene where Javier Baudem takes this girl to... Do, do do you like Spanish? Do you like guitar music? Or something. like? And they go to this thing. I, I can play it for you now, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, okay? Yeah, please
0: do.
1: Would you like to go to hear some wonderful guitar tonight?
2: Tonight? Mm-hmm. Well,
0: it's it's a little late, and you know I'm, I'm a little wobbly from the wine.
1: You said you could hold your alcohol. Besides, we leave tomorrow. Hmm? Okay, sure. Hey.
0: Of all the places in the world.
2: nice though right it's it, does it remind you of the song at all or
0: yeah it does because like a lot of times when i think of spanish guitar i think of them playing like that but faster like there's right. a song by the doors spanish caravan which is like a really fast version But because he was doing it nice and slow that's what was a lot like why judy why
2: yeah first thing my mind went to and so let me just ask you this then why is it called why judy why and I, I mean i know i think i know what it's i mean it's clearly about uh a guy that's been heartbroken and he's going to a friend to ask or to get um comfort a shoulder to cry on a shoulder to cry on right in fact doesn't does he say that in the in the song is that part of the lyrics
0: um I don't have the lyrics up I don't think he says the, that phrase has, that's the basically lyrics. what the, the point of it is you know
2: but uh but he uses his sister now I know but but he but he uses his sister as the person but I don't think he's talking about going to his sister. Why do you think he chose to use his sister for this particular song?
0: Well, I thought he was talking about going to his sister, because he wrote this when he was twenty-one. So he was basically still living at home or close to living at home, and she was a little bit older. And he probably did look to her for advice.
2: Oh, oh my god, and Alan, how funny is it? He's so upset again that he's he thinks he's so old. and He feels old again. What the fuck is with this
0: guy? It's right, it's the best lyric in the whole song: "A man my age is very young, so I'm told. Why do I feel so old?" <laughs>
2: what is the guy was so with depressed at
0: twenty-one because things weren't happening for him.
2: Yeah, uh, right. Of all the people in the world that I know, you're the best place to go. When I cry, when I cry, I never asked for much before, not before things are changed. I need more. Tell me why, Judy, why? Oh, what a scene. That's the part. It's wrong. what a scene, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there should be a
0: swing version of this, actually, with like imagine like, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra or what's uh, his name? The
2: eyeball. Uh, Sammy Davis. Yeah, well, I'm joining. Oh, what a scene, man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. so. But it doesn't say. Yeah, I guess. I guess you just don't want to use. It. I guess. I guess he was talking to his sister. I thought it was just like a a friend. But so so. How come we don't really hear about his sister ever again? I'm not talking about in music, but in life. If they were this close, why don't we hear more about her or see her in more photos or anything? Do you know?
0: I tried looking her up and I found a mention of her husband Frank Molinari and then I looked up the name Judy Molinari and that's what she goes by now and in the obituaries for his mom like they mentioned like you know two two children Billy and Judy Molinari which is pretty cool like Billy's lifelong dream was to be Italian and his sister got to do it <laughs> right but I don't know what she I don't know I didn't look deep enough to like find her LinkedIn or something like oh what is she doing now these days oh, but she's yeah. around
2: well, I just wonder if they're still close. That's what I wonder.
0: Yeah, I do wonder that, too, because uh, it seems like at least in the early stages of his life, he needed her. And I guess when, look, you figure his dad left early. He's got his crazy mom, who was probably very overbearing and insane. So when he had problems, his sister probably was the person to turn to.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I just am curious, I guess, through his music, since we've heard multiple songs about his mom, obviously his relationships and stuff. You, I don't know. I guess. I guess you just don't write songs about your sister a lot you know unless she passed away or something like that so I guess that's the thing but as what we were saying just like I'm just surprised you don't we don't see her in photos we don't see her in Christy Brinkley wedding photos I'm sure she was there or whatever but it's never it's never like Billy Joel and his sister Judy you know a TMZ or anything like that. Right, because you're you're
0: picturing them more like in Scarface when like he's got yes. that, the sister yes. who's always there and she's dating
2: his friend and all this crap happens and he's super jealous. I yes, I was picturing a little bit like that, but not the jealousy part <laughs> not exactly. I, I don't know. It's just weird that we'd never heard about it before. It's such a beautiful song. She must be thrilled, like he wrote a song about her in general. That's the kind of you know she's a regular Joe. That's a pretty good thing to have in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, it must be so cool. Like when he was like, "Hey, I wrote the song for that new album I'm gonna have," and then like she loved it, and then she heard the actual album, and she was like, "Why is it so high pitched? What happened yeah. here?" <laughs> exactly. He's like,
2: "Why, why, Judy? Why, why Judy? Why?" <laughs> Man, I I heard that that version. You know, they have it online, and. Wow, that is just a disaster I It's almost so more bad. noticeable
0: on this song than other ones that we've heard from this album For some reason, this one sounded even more high-pitched and chipmunky and bad than- Okay,
2: then I wasn't crazy, I thought so too Yeah, exactly, this seemed Yeah, you can really tell the difference on this one
1: I never asked much before Not before Things are changed I need more
0: absolutely I, I think it's because he's already in the, the at the speed he was trying to sing at it already was a little bit in a higher key as far as i can tell with my non musical ear so then when you then put it into the sped up version it just gets to an extra high point
2: yeah yeah i guess uh, yeah i guess that's the thing i i really didn't think i was going to dig anything else off this album i don't know why i G-D-Y. just <laughs> but uh and I, again i just never heard the song before never heard of it and I, it's uh, it's wonderful. Really, really love it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a very cool song. He's mentioned also that he, I think, was inspired by Bob Dylan again, maybe with the lyrics kind of going for something poetic here, which he says he didn't pull off very well. I think there's also Beatles-y elements, of course,
2: to what he's doing here. Especially um, in 71, you know.
0: Yeah, it was super fresh in his mind, and these were his heroes. I think it kind of is reminiscent of Yesterday in some ways. That, that song also is just guitar with... And also, um, yesterday ends with like the, mm hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this song has a lot of mm-hmm, in it as well.
2: Well, what about the part in the middle where it sounds completely like she's always a woman? Oh, da, da, da. You know, oh like yeah, you, right. He could just that just part?
0: to another song right at that moment.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could totally just put in. She's always, uh, oh, she takes care of it. You could totally put that in here and it's great that he probably took a just a piece of that and said all right this song didn't go anywhere let me use a piece of this for this other song and i love hearing that you know at least i mean when you steal from yourself (laughs) it's pretty cool
1: oh but i did in the end tell me why julie why
0: yeah you might as well if it's this totally unheard song then might, might as well take that nice sound that he had there i think the intro to the song also almost sounds like she's got away. like it could flip after the first couple of notes he could easily just go into she's got away
2: she's got away on this album isn't it
0: yeah so it's like three oh. songs earlier but it's kind of also starts in a similar
2: but you know way. what the best part about this song is again i know we said this in the opening is that you can see the difference for why One was put on the album, and the songs we were talking about last week, the unreleased ones, weren't. They just This one should be on the album. It makes perfect sense. It's beautiful. It's got that middle part. It's just got something to it that the unreleased songs clearly don't have. Of course, they were never finished, so that has something to do with it maybe, but yeah, this is great. That middle section really just makes it what I've been looking for in a great Billy Joel song, what I'm always looking for. I'm like, look, I need just a little more. And then, you know, it comes in. And I'm like, oh, there it is. The way Paul Lauren says, oh my God, it's so Billy. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I'm sure when we have him on for this one, he's going to be like, oh, you notice how it changes from this to this? I hope
2: so. Oh, God, I really want him to play. That's a Billy Joel
0: device that no one else does.
2: (laughs) I'm assuming he has never played this anywhere.
0: Well, surprisingly, we actually have. Apparently, according to Setlist.fm, there's like one performance which I can't find any audio of, but I'm sure it exists somewhere in the, you know, in the fan community. But he played it in December 1971 at the Gaslight uh, Go Go, which I'm assuming was in, uh, probably in the Village somewhere. And the setlist that they have online there has this being the opening song, and then he only plays two others, so it only lists three songs. I don't know if that's complete or if that's all that exists on some audio tape. I would love or to maybe, hear it. Or,
2: or maybe he was just you know, part of a a music night there, and he was just one of the, uh you know, musicians. that night. Yeah, he has, like, a 10-minute set, so he plays yeah, three yeah.
0: songs, and he's gone, and I'm yeah, sure Judy he was in the his... audience with her boyfriend, Frank, and they enjoyed but it. I was, I
2: was just going to say, he tells his sister, like, come down, I got a set tonight at the Gaslight at Go-Go. <laughs> and she's like, is there a two-drink minimum? Well, yeah, but, you know, that's how it is. Everyone does that. It's funny when you think about somebody like Billy Joel just having a set, and somebody else comes on. Pretty good, kid. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, pushes him aside and then they start doing their rapid harmonica spoon thing or
2: <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I wonder if that Gaslight a Go-Go is the uh, same place that was called Gaslight, which was on 9th Avenue which ironically now that I think about it I guess this back in the 90s, a lot of strippers used to go to after work uh, it was right in 9th and 14th Street I wonder if it used to be for some reason called Gaslight a Go-Go and that's why all the Strippers ended up there sometimes.
0: Well, luckily, uh, Bruce Springsteen also played early concerts there. So there's a website called, which I just found right now as you're talking, called Bruce Base Wiki. And it mentions it was a 300 seat theater that opened in April 1971. It was a merger of two clubs in Greenwich Village, the rock dominated Cafe Agogo and the folk oriented Village Gaslight, so which you- was the 100 seat McDougall Street club made famous by Bob Dylan. The merged entity was called Gaslight Agogo. And it was located at 152 Bleecker Street, home of the former Cafe Ogogo.
2: Oh, okay. So it wasn't where I was thinking. The one I was thinking was on Ninth Avenue and 14th, which is still, I believe, Greenwich Village. But uh, yeah, you know, I think it's that's more the by outskirts. the comedy cellar. <laughs> this place. Yeah,
0: this place was down in the, the heart of it. Yeah. Did you uh, see that there was a performance of the song? Not a performance, but they played it in a very popular TV show a few years ago.
2: Uh, this is us. I saw, This is us. Yeah. yeah, I don't care. I couldn't care less. That show, stupid.
0: I never watched that show, but I looked up the the episode to see what it was, and yeah. uh, it was kind of an interesting usage because it's like this: the characters they're reminiscing about their like an early date that they had years and years ago when they were going to Heinz Field. I guess this is a Pittsburgh show, and uh, they were going to see a concert, and they couldn't get in. So um I oh know it got rained out. So they stayed in the parking lot and listened to Billy on the radio. That's what they say. And while that's all happening, this song is playing. Which seemed very weird because it's like you're trying to go to a Billy Joel concert. This would never be a song that would ever play there.
2: They, oh, they were going to a Billy Joel concert?
0: That's the text, that's the context that I got out of it. Cause they were saying that like they couldn't get into a concert because it was rained out. So instead they stayed in the parking lot and listened to Billy. That's those are the, that's the quote from the episode.
2: Yeah, and this would never be played on the radio. Please. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's like, it's like oh, remember when we heard Billy on the radio? And then they play a song that he never, ever, ever would have had on the radio, except maybe on his Sirius channel. Right. Yeah, well,
2: that's interesting. That's well, anyway, story.
0: but it's kind of cool they chose it for the show.
2: It is cool. But, you it, know, it's, we don't know whether that guy's a fan or he just chose something. Oh, here's one nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, we'll get this one cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they only had
0: to get permission from Artie Rip. They didn't even have to ask <laughs> Billy for this one.
2: <laughs> and from Artie Rip Jr.
0: <laughs> I, I just so I was looking up Artie Rip again. I kept assuming he was dead, but he's still alive. Did oh, you he is? Yeah, he's 80.
2: Oh, Billy must hate him. Or 82, him. 83.
0: We gotta get him on the show. Him I and his son.
2: We might actually have to. Yeah. Maybe. Then we could never get Billy on there. He'd be furious.
0: <laughs> We're the official Billy Joel podcast endorsed by the Rips. Would you like to be on it? <laughs> Well, Dave, it's time for the trivia portion of the show. Do you have a stumper for me?
2: All right, I've got one for you. It's pretty stupid, but uh, it is what it is. In the movie, Vicky Christina Barcelona. <laughs> we know that Scarlett Johansson and Rebecca Hall definitely played Vicky and Christina. But what was the name of the legendary actress Patricia Clarkson's character in the movie? Barcelona. No, mm. oh. you idiot. <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome. Um, I'm gonna say Patricia. She just her character was her
2: name. No, Judy. Yes. Okay. It makes way more sense. Set it all up for you. (laughs) Barcelona was the funnier answer. So (laughs) well done.
0: It was like a SAT question. If this person played Vicky and this person played Christina, then what did Person C play?
2: Right. Well, that's why I didn't do too well on those SATs. I would have probably said Barcelona too. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, do you have a trivia question for me? I do. In 1969,
0: Stephen Stills wrote the classic song Sweet Judy Blue Eyes
2: about who? Billy Joel's sister. That's right. <laughs> wait, what? No, that's not right. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I was just doing your Barcelona gag. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Judy Bloom? No, but that would have been pretty interesting. Yes. Um, okay, this has got to be. Judy what's a famous is it did they substitute maybe a Joni Mitchell for a Judy no she is a Judy it is a Judy Judy Garland nope. <laughs> he's not gay right yeah, Um, yeah. damn what's a famous singer that he would well maybe it doesn't have to be a singer it's usually about another peer or something like that
0: yeah she's a singer they were in a relationship right we were that's breaking what up. I figured
2: mm. she has blue eyes apparently I don't know All right, Judy Collins. That's who I'm sorry. You know what? That's who I was thinking of. Right, Judy Collins. But I was thinking, for some reason, there's another. Yeah, Judy Collins. We keep talking about her, and I didn't know who she was, and I've never known who she was. But she was like a big deal, and everybody loved her. She was really pretty, right? And she sang, and people, all the guys liked her a lot, right? I keep thinking, I keep mistaking her for somebody and laughing. Yeah, I don't know who that would be, but like Juliet prowse or something i don't i don't know why i mix them up but uh judy collins of course
0: do you know my connection to judy collins no well there's that famous video that you like of when i was 10 years old saying i pledge allegiance to the flag that one and then that's a july 4th tv special thing and it led into her singing i think the wind beneath my wings
2: or something oh she was the one singing that night maybe that's how i always remember
0: yeah. So so I had a little private concert. She gave us a, a sixth graders. Of, and we're all big fans. Sixth graders love Judy Collins. And uh, so we were pretty pumped. We were like, who's this old lady?
2: Wait, so you were on Ellis Island that day or wherever the Statue of Liberty is?
0: They brought us out. It wasn't Ellis that We were at some other park that could view uh, the statue. Oh, oh, but
2: that was live. I thought you taped that somewhere else. I didn't know that was part of the special, that legendary September 11th we, July we taped 4th it a few for, weeks
0: before but then it aired on July 4th oh you yeah. did
2: oh okay I yeah see. it wasn't I it wasn't were...
0: live but she was there live in front of us singing
2: oh I yeah I guess that makes sense they would tape it before even though it seems like they should just be somewhere on July 4th and then there's going to be a fireworks display right yeah that was the gag and it this was a, the magic a, of
0: TV things don't always happen when you and, when and, it, and it was
2: it was the July 4th after September 11th was that what it was
0: no, no, this was like 1995.
2: Oh, it was just a July 4th. It had nothing to do yeah. with September eleven. I don't know why I keep thinking it did. I guess because well, you also have a picture with Rudolf Giuliani and it got mixed up in my head.
0: Yeah, that also, that was 93. That was right after he got elected. Or oh, maybe when okay. he was still running.
2: But actually, this this performance
0: did have something to do with 9-11. I heard that the terrorists watched that special and said, that's it. <laughs> We're doing it. We hate this country. So we it's, hate this. It's Judy that, that little boy in the, in the beginning, especially. We don't
2: like his face. Yeah, he's annoying. Look at these americans with their handsome hair and their beautiness because <laughs> you did look adorable in that and of course they're angry they're very jealous of course yeah <laughs> alan i again i know we've been saying this a lot with these songs and it's so weird this the way we've been doing this alphabetical billy joel thing how you know, we've just haven't come across any hits in a long time, the way it is alphabetically. But I guess that makes sense. A lot of people don't use the end of the alphabet when they're writing songs. It's just the way that's why those letters are at the end of the alphabet. You may be right. I don't know how you're going to do a, a parody for this.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure at first, and then it came to me. So my parody for Why Judy Y is called
2: Why Arty Why. Okay. I like it that you're talking obviously about Artie Lang.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My favorite comedian. (laughs) Of all the people in the world that I met, you're the one that I get. It makes me cry, makes me cry. You mixed my album way too quick, way too quick. Made me sound like a chick. Tell me why, Artie, why? Oh, Artie Rip, I shouldn't just blame everything on you. Also, Elizabeth, life would be much better without you too. This promo tour really sucks. It was your choice. I open up for the Beach Boys. Tell me why, Artie? Why? I'll change my name and hide away in L.A. Find a bar where I can play, suck my dick, Artie Rip.
1: <laughs> hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, now. Hey, that was great. That was great. That's such a good parody because you added in the history of Billy Joel. It's not just about food or Gabagool. <laughs> I was almost there. <laughs> if you had done the Artie <laughs> Lang one, it would have been that. But that was really, I i cannot wait to hear, hear Paul Lauren play that one. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one because there's something, you know, at first I was sad about it and I could see Billy Joel actually singing. Those lyrics, in a way, because he's upset. Why did you make my album this way? You know, and then you know, and then it's funny. It, it was good, really. That might be one of your best ones.
0: Wow, that's yeah. good. It's one of the few Billy Joel-related ones, too. Yeah, exactly. So it's so meta. I,
2: I guess everything about it was uh, pretty good.
0: Well, folks, that was Why Judy Why. If you like our podcast, be sure to go to Apple and give us five stars. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss a single one. Follow us on social media at Billy Joel A to Z and give us some feedback. Do you think Billy and Judy are still close? Can you believe it's been almost a year since we did a Cold Spring Harbor song? That's nuts. Crazy. Were you hoping one of the characters in Vicky Cristina Barcelona was actually named Barcelona? (laughs) That's probably Woody Allen's biggest blunder, not doing that.
2: It sure, yeah, that's it. That's that's his the one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and did you know Artie Rip was still alive?
2: No, I I, I can't even believe it. It's so didactic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Until next time, I'm Alan Altman.
2: I'm Dave Juskow.
0: and this is Billy Joel A to Z.
2: Oh,
1: what a scene! It's wrong for her to hang me up this way. Been because it's so hard to make it through the day. There's no tomorrow because my dream did not last, so I live in the past. Tell me why, Judy. Why, tell me why.